Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 230 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, reminding you before we begin that if you have a question you would like help with on the show, we welcome you to email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. And today, everyone, we've got another question about Hot Romance, our asker today, she isn't sure if she should stick with her partner, someone with whom she has wonderful conversation and feels completely hooked on, but tends to come and go as they please. Let's think today about what characteristics make for a relationship worth sticking with. But first, here is the question. There is this special someone whom I've been head over heels for for the past two years now. I've never been this hooked, and this goes to show how special of a person they are. It's just that much more clear to me the more we converse about topics like history, sustainability, mindset, and the list goes on and on. But unfortunately, they are always appearing and disappearing, I presume emotionally unavailable. But I keep holding on to hope, knowing that what we have is something I've never experienced before. What do you think is the best course of action? Should I hold on? It's hard to let go, and I don't know what to do. Hmm, okay. Thanks for sending this in, Asker. Well, you are obviously sold on the person being special. Sometimes people are special because they truly possess qualities that others don't. Not always good ones, mind you. And sometimes people are just special to us because they possess a quality we really appreciate. Uh, Maybe they're the first person we've met who possesses this quality to such a degree, or maybe they're just hard to get. Something worth reflecting on, hint, hint. But the thing is, special people don't always make for special relationships. There are different things, and it probably goes without saying that it's more worth focusing on a special relationship than a special person. So let's take time to figure out if the relationship itself is special and worth staying in. So it's no surprise to me that you make the focal point of your relationship out to be the meaningful conversation you have. I say that because, folks, this is another person who submitted a question before. I know the good conversation goes a long way for you individually. I know that you like discussing things in depth, so it makes sense that this would be something you'd really crave in a romantic relationship more so than most others. But you need to reflect on what you have with this person aside from similar viewpoints and rich conversation. 
even if you two share this value that is a healthy one and important to both of you, there still has to be more for the relationship to be special. It has to have balance, right? As do all relationships. And when I say balance, I'm not, I'm not talking about cute, trivial things like you two sharing the same diet or the same sleep schedule, the same preferences in movies or finishing each other's sentences. Can these things be fun and helpful parts of a relationship? Absolutely they can. Nothing wrong with them. But the balance I'm talking about exists at a deeper level. It is a regular flaw for us to think that a relationship is special simply because one important piece of the puzzle for us is there. It's hard not to get excited when you have someone who likes you, has something that you really treasure, and throw into the mix the fact that we're all enamored by the idea of finding magical Disney love. But we can't be fooled by this any more than we can be fooled by putting all our eggs in one basket in any other area of life, right? We've all heard that. So let's, let's take this example. <laughs> uh, take a schoolboy who thinks his relationship is special because a girl likes him. Oh, and she happens to have the nicest butt in the class. Shallow, right? I know. But stick with me. Also, take a middle-aged widow who thinks her relationship is special because her new boyfriend happens to have had a wife that died young, and they share the same unique pain. One example is obviously more crude than the other, but the crudeness is the only difference. Most importantly, what these two have in common is that they've both met someone who possesses the quality they're most excited to find in a partner given where they are in life. But both would be very foolish to think that these relationships could thrive if their partners weren't also emotionally supportive and emotionally available, just as you mentioned in your question. And spoiler alert, both partners have to be like this. So what you, the widow, and the schoolboy all need to ask yourselves is if you and your partner share a willingness to commit to one another in the same way. Do you share a willingness to hear each other's sides of the arguments? Do you share a willingness to exhibit loving actions even when times are rough and you don't feel like it? These are the types of things that the most successful couples have in common. If the relationship is special enough to work right now, you need to have these types of things between you. With that being said, your description of your partner appearing and disappearing does not make me very optimistic. I don't know what other qualities they exhibit, but you choosing to disclose only the fact that they provide good conversation and a lack of reliability is all I have to go by. However, that doesn't mean it's over already, so don't panic. If you two haven't given one another the chance to be open and accepting of what you both want in the relationship, it is not too late to start trying. You asked for the best course of action, that's the best course of action, initiating a conversation like that. You asked if you should hold on, that will depend on what you learn after having this type of conversation. Without judgment, manipulation, or an effort to change your partner, find out why they appear and disappear. Find out what they want. Find out what compels them to leave and what compels them to come back again. See what they say and then proceed with caution. What do I mean by caution? I mean to play it conservatively. Um, I'll put it this way. If they resist this type of conversation or engage in it reluctantly, it's not the right time for you to. If they say they're ready, but their actions then go on to show otherwise, it's not the right time. 
if they say they aren't ready, regardless of what their actions show after that, it's not the right time. It's only the right time if they say they're on the same page as you and their actions reflect that. Otherwise, again, it's not the right time for you to. Maybe it will be someday, and maybe it will never be. But if it's not the right time right now, it would be very risky of you to keep trying with them at present. Now, there are rare cases in which continuing to try when it clearly isn't right can end up working. Sometimes, uh, you know, someone wants to love but is so afraid of being hurt that they can't fully give themselves over until they see someone putting in effort for them first. Not ideal by any means, but also not necessarily a recipe for disaster should a relationship then begin. But again, this type of thing is rare. You can't control your feelings, but you can control your actions, and pursuing them the same way is usually dangerous. There's even danger in trying to be friends or, of course, trying to do something casual. So I will say again, as you go through different phases together and as individuals, it's possible that the time for a relationship could come up later. But know that making an effort with someone when you aren't on the same wavelength usually leads to more pain, as well as more time not spent looking for a relationship that's actually special. Thanks again to the asker for submitting not just this question, but as I said, for being a repeat customer. Also thankful to all of you, of course, for being here and hopefully walking away with some new ideas about your own relationships. Be very careful, very careful to not be blinded by a single good quality in your partner, everyone, or even a single good bond between the two of you. Attaching yourself to this is is just as risky as attaching yourself to anything in life. If you rely too much on any one thing, you're going to get hurt and your expectations will never be met. Word to the wise. Time to get out of here now, though, friends. Hey, behave yourselves out there, and be sure to come back to the next one. Until then.